But I ain't making no promises because I am sweating. Uh, no, that's not good. Jaira. You mess with my stuff. Oh, he's got to, he, he can't visit no more. Rita. Rita, it's not funny. This is, he's lost my stuff. Um, all right. Milton, you have it. <laughs> if you'll go ahead and put that up on the screen. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, this is me. This is me. I, I repent, Jai. It's my bad. That's me. I'm hitting the wrong buttons. I'm hitting the wrong buttons. I'll go, you messed up your dad's day. He don't do that. He, he did not, or he couldn't. I, I made it gyro proof. Uh, all right, so think about if your mom, the stuff your mom said, if, you, if it was a top 10 best sta spiritual statement. So let me, let me make sure I say that. Spiritual statements your mom said. If it was a top 10 chart, you know, like they do like an album top 10. So we're going to talk about mom's greatest uh, spiritual hits. Just things that, that, that they would say that, that was elevating you, that was, and, and what the Bible has given them to say. So this is not a, a, a long sermon, but, but man, I really thought like it, it's such encouraging. So when you go through a rough time, like your mom knows how to encourage you. Even if you don't want to hear it, uh, they know how to say it and the way to say it. So mom's greatest hit, second to none love for the family, right? Mom loves the family. We'll do anything. And, and I'm, I'm a big uh, Nat Geo Wild animal nature channel person. So I like, like they will, they will go ahead. Like, like it's almost like you can see an animal like it's time to die. That's, that's my kid. It's, it's time for me to die. Me and this uh, hyena. Uh, and it's trying to eat my child, so I'm going to fight it. And, you know, I don't want to be alive without my kid anyway. You know, it's kind of like that, the mentality. And so here's some greatest hits. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. And so a good way to find out where you need to be going is to trust in God. Amen. And moms teach trust by living trustworthy daily. You te they teach trust by living trustworthy. Uh, it's more caught than taught. Uh, and create an environment where her children's dreams can be celebrated. Have you ever seen where, where like moms celebrate the smallest little, oh, my baby said a word. Now that baby grunted. But they celebrate it, right? And it starts this process of you can do all things through Christ. They start the Philippians 4.13 right then and there. So because like, like, listen, not only do I want you to know when you trust in the Lord that you know that you're going to get celebrated every time my mouth is open about you. And that's even when I'm correcting you. Right? It's, it's a celebration that happened. It's so, so excited. Almost as we were having to do this um, Last night, mother's trust in one of the greatest, a mother's trust is one of the greatest foundations where dreams can be found and pursued. This is why I won't give up on a kid, no matter how old, right? Remember you dream that? Remember that? Remember that? Like, like you dream, not y'all, this is the stuff mothers say. You had this dream as a child. You've had this dream in you. You, you are capable. And they keep bringing it back. Her support unleashes faith in her family to pursue all that they can be in Christ. A child's dream, listen to this, I thought this was good, is bathed in their mother's intercession and secret place of prayer. 
Every time you pray, it's just washing them all over again. And your kid's probably like, why I'm still thinking I can still do that? Why don't, because you keep, you keep putting that, uh, I want to say Irish spring, but so just use whatever kind of soap you want. Some ivory on it. I, I don't know. Some dove. Dove spiritual. Put that on them, and you're bathing them in a secret place, and, and that's your prayer, like, like it's washing them. And, and sometimes, you, you know, like they're getting up, and they maybe fall back down, but they're getting up. But the real, only reason why they can get up is because they are washed in your prayers and intercession. You keep washing them. Like, listen to this one. She teaches children that a setback is like Joseph, right? You may be in the pit, and you may go from the pit to the prison, but one day you're going to be in the palace. Right? That, that's, that's mom talking. Right? If you ever had a sibling get in trouble, I've had siblings get in trouble. I've judged my siblings. My mother did not. This is my child. I believe in them, and I'm going to see their freedom. I went, that's the one that's messed up. You got to have one messed up. That one's it. And she's not trying to hear that, my child, because guess what? I'm going to need it. You know what I mean? I'm going to need her to believe in me when nobody else does. And now I got a wife that's a mom, so now we got two on, two against one, right? Not, not today against me, two for one. Let's go for that. That's, that sounds more like a deal at the grocery store, two for one. Whew, that was close. The key, the key to this is to is to put complete faith in God, and every opposition is just an opportunity to trust God. Now, again, if you don't get the notes, let me know. Send me your email, and we'll get you the notes to these, because I know I'm going kind of fast. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17 through 18 says, For our light afflictions, which is but for a moment, worketh for us far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, while we look not at the things that are seen, which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen, man, the King James just make it rough, are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And it reminded me of a conversation Emin and Tanya and I were talking back there, and, and we were just talking about, uh, Emin and I were just, how we can get frustrated with stuff. And Tanya just politely said, just calm down, just did a read a move, you know, like just because you can see it don't mean it's forever. You know what I mean? Like, like there they go. There they go with all that calm down business, right? And so, but, but when Pastor Rita was up here saying, we know how to, she didn't say it this way. This is what I was thinking when you were saying it. We know how to nap. We don't know how to rest. That's why we can do the nap in the middle of the day, but we can't rest in the middle of the night. And I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, put the Bible on. Don't put on revelations. They just want to be too, no, it's too, they got, it's too much theater in there. The locusts is coming and they got, they got, they got stingers like scorpions. You know, it's like, you ain't going to sleep well on that. So get you some worship music, worship. Like I was like, to worship him, I live. Man, I live to worship. They killed it this morning. They I mean, they, they, they healed it this morning. I, I, <laughs> I have my words all backwards, but I'm here. Listen to this. My mom, this was my mom, one of her spectacular, she was spectacular about giving us light when things looked dark and guiding us to better days, uh, possessed as, 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 I mean, like with the simple statement, what this too shall, man, like how you know. I'm 15. That girl just broke up with me. How you know it's going to pass? 
that was love. She goes, no, it wasn't. We have to make you bathe. You were not in love. Right? <laughs> not in love. So shut up. Go to school. Get your work done. This is such a supernatural outlook, isn't it? To, to see something better. Because it's, especially you moms that, that have sons, right? They just can, they can go into old man mode. Like, oh, just, I did everything. So then we're out. Okay, this is going to pass, man. This is going to pass. And they may try to shut you down, but they know they're going to hear that for the rest of the day. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Stop saying that to me. I want to be angry and bitter. I believe it is a gift placed in moms to build courage and motivation to keep their family's eyes on Jesus. That's what I believe. And that's why they can't not say stuff. They can sit there and a problem come up. I always got to get outside. I always got to get outside because I don't want you to leave my presence thinking that the devil has gotten the best, best of you. He can't. James 1.4 said, let patience have whose perfect word? Her. It's got to be her with patience. Which James 1.4 went to the mall. Her patience. Perfect word that unlocks greatness in children. They teach in patience. Just wait. It's going to be another one. There's plenty of fish out there in the sea. It's going to be another one. You don't have to get all caught up in this one. It's going to be okay. You can wait. They that wait upon the Lord, he's going to renew your strength. You're going to get better at waiting. Wait and see is, is their version of a parable statement, right? Wait and see is their version of Psalms 34, verse 8, taste and see that the Lord is good. Wait and see. Watch what God going to do. Taste and see that the Lord is good. That's, the, that's that, that mom stuff. Listen to this, Psalms 45.1. This is one of my favorite verses that I've memorized, but I thought about this, and mom's uh, deal. Now, the King James is going to say it different. I'm going to say it the way I normally say it. My heart overflows with a good thing. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Okay? King James said, let me break that down for you. Let me put it. Let me make you get some crumpets and tea. And it says, my heart overfloweth with a goodly matter. I speak the things which I may touching, I've made touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Moms, show this to your son because they are a king. And you said, I've bitten, it's gone. I've, I got it here. <laughs> I've, I've made, I, I speak the things I have made touching the king. I can't help but touch your life when I speak. My tongue is that ready. Right? Now, if this thing goes untamed, right? The Bible says the tongue is like a rudder, like on a butt, boat, a butt. <laughs> like on a boat, it stirs it. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, like a boat, it says. And if you don't tame it, it'll crash that boat. It will. Um, and so I know uh, Pastor Rita and I just, or I really been working on, just keep my mouth shut. Right? And the best way to keep your mouth shut, you have to keep your thoughts shut. Because you're going to want to say stuff. And let me tell you, the test has been real. I mean, and just people have shown up where I've been walking around. 
and, and God's like, if you don't want to look stupid, stop letting it get in your mind. Because a grown person walking around like this looks crazy. Okay? And so being able to do it, and because those, these words are powerful. But listen to this. This is so like, man, I was like this. Moms praise for their children unlocks mental and emotional prisons of disappointments that others couldn't see, but she could expose them with her heart. It's like they know stuff. They know stuff and it exposes them in emotional and mental prisons that kids get locked in. But when they come to the mom, she exposes it and unlocks them because she encourages them. You don't need that popularity if that popularity is trying to get you to be something that you're not. Thank you, mom. The quick response to wanting others to do well. That's another thing. They celebrate. They want other people to do well. Show how much her heart overflows uh, with celebrating even the tiniest accomplishment of children. So uh, it was a grind to get her children here. And she rest assured it's gonna, she's going to make them shine while they are here. And especially while she's still here, right? And that was nine months. Psalms 37, 23 says, the steps of a good man, they are ordered by the Lord. So the steps are ordered. She knows that God ordered the steps and the rocks will not be louder than her praise about her kids walking out those prepared steps. So it'll be louder than that. Galatians 6, 9 says, don't grow weary in well-doing for in due season you'll reap if you don't faint. And you keep saying, as long as I'm up, we're going to tell you about your due season is coming. Right? You, you have to keep saying it over and over again. You do. You do. It's going to come. Don't get tired. Don't get worn out. You do. You do. Your stuff is going to come in. And so she knows this will propel her children through all oppositions to receive their harvest in due season. The harder the go through, the more powerful the reward will be when they get to it. Right? You go through it to get to it. And if you don't go through it, you'll never get to it. But as you're going through it, get through it. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Oh, man, I did get this quick. I'm good. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, normally, this is a, what they consider this a Christian. It was a Christian. And, and it, okay, it should be for everybody. But especially moms. If you want to identify and show where your kids are and what they're doing, you know, the stuff they don't tell you, God is going to show you. Study to show yourself approved to hear it. All right? It's crazy to, uh, it's, we, we, I think it's funny when they think they're getting away with stuff. I was like, dude, we're the same people. I know the look you make. When you're trying to keep words in, I make the same expression, right? So you look, you study, God, I'm, I'm concerned about my child. Simple statement, study to show yourself approved, right? Because the next thing is, if the child gets uh, in trouble, disappointment sets in. And you think like, what did I, what did I do? Oh, y'all don't say this. What did I do wrong with my child? I know y'all don't say it because y'all couldn't even finish my sentence. What did I do? No, nah, that's them. What did I do wrong? Why did this one turn out? Uh-uh. It ain't what you did wrong. Just keep studying to, so you can keep that uh, track open for them to get back on it. Right? To get back on track. Study. The su- oh, this was. Listen. Listen. Y'all, y'all, if you're writing, stop. The silence of a mom has more words than a dictionary. 
Huh? Is that crazy? I was like, drop the rag. When I wrote that yesterday, you know when they get quiet, it's like, well, she's probably thinking this, probably thinking this, probably thinking this, probably saying this. Oh, just, just. My stepfather said, my, my we call her Big Mama, uh, was so, such an angry person that he said he wanted her to meet his mom, right? He just married her daughter who had six kids, who, and he wanted to take her to meet her. She was so, she was, my big mom was so angry with him just because she hated men. And she said, you, you just, you just no good. Sit in a corner in the Chevrolet, in the corner, with her own little bag of food, never smiled, didn't even go to restaurants, 10-hour drive from Lubbock to Louisiana. Didn't speak to nobody, didn't talk to nobody, just sat in that corner. My dad said, all he could think of was, it'll never happen again. That's all, that's all he could think of. I'll never do it. Because he was trying to like, he wanted, you know, but she wasn't about getting along with anybody. She wasn't about it. She just wasn't going to do it. And, and, and he was like, you know, I, I, I just wanted her to see, you know, that I was serious. There are some people you can't prove anything to. But when he got to his mom, she was like, baby, I'm so thankful you raising these children. I'm so, I knew you always could be a great dad, a great father. Sometimes you have to get to your own. Not everybody can love you like yours can. Uh, and it's just, that's just the way it is. So silence of mom has more words than a dictionary. And the ability to be a great audience brings more comfort than the, than the many that were unwilling to give us the respect. So your mom can hear you when a whole bunch of people can't hear you. You know, y'all, like, like by the end of this week, I have to finish up with a graduation speech on Saturday. I will have spoken to thousands upon thousands of people. None more honorable audience than this one. Right? You got to know the difference, right? Numbers don't mean it's honor, right? It's God's value that means honor. And this is what God values, right? You can go through there, and, and they'll be stacked up there. They'll be, it'll be like, but I'll be coming from this. And I'm going to like, silence. You know what I mean? Like, silence, like silence. It is such a powerful thing that now in schools, they call it bullying. To give someone a silent treatment. It is, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you want them to come around you. you when you're mad at them, you want to be around you so you can show them that you're not talking to them. Because if you're not around, it don't do any good. I'm giving them silence treatment. Yeah, but you at your house, I'm at my house. Who cares? Right? I can turn on something and keep that from bothering me. I just don't come around you. But listen, this is so, I thought it was so good. She knows that silence matters just as much as words matter. All right? This is the fruit of her study time in God's presence. And she can rightly divide truth from fake concerning her children. She can rightly divide that truth from fake. And y'all remember, I got that from the book of Revelation when it said that God is true and it's different between true and false and true and fake. And it's like, they got that. I can see that that person in your life is not about truth. That person's not genuine. That person's fake. I can see that. That, that mom's beginning to paint that picture. I've been studying and the Lord told me. But I love them. I just lost where I was. Okay, there it is. 
She studies the family, the whole family, and knows when right words can heal, strengthen, and calm. Right? This is y'all. This is like y'all should walk around like this, and they ask you to show your ID, pull out these notes. This is who I am, officer. She knows there is a longing for a listening ear and releases silence so her family knows they have a willing audience. Who released it? Like, I was like, God, what you talking about? They release silence. Like pit bulls. <laughs> you ever seen them? I mean, you know when they get mad? Then they release silence in the house? There's a whole different climate. It won't even rain in your house if there's enough anger silence going. But it knows that someone needs to hear and calm and, and willing audience. Words, oh gosh, this is... Words and silence are mom's greatest ingredients of producing overcoming children, right? And, and apparently, I play too much. I play too much because I love to, uh, we both do. Let's not act like we, we both love to give our opinion. However, if one doesn't want to participate, it's frustrating. So I was... That's when Pastor Reed was just telling me to get a tub out of the car. That's what it was. And I was playing around. Now, I'm telling you, great mom struggled with the wife part yesterday. <laughs> I was playing with the tub. I was standing in an ant bed. Fire ants. Man, they crawled up around, got all over my feet up to about the ankle level and was biting me. Look, look at her. Look at her. No compassion. They Compassion was not there. What she, that's a, this is what she's waiting on. This is what she's waiting on. She don't care. She don't care what any of the stuff I've done. But when I went into, she lost it. She's laughing. I go, they bite me. They bite me. They bite me. I was like, I was like, like I was a pur <laughs> purple rain. <laughs> Threw the tub down. It was, they was like, they was stinging. I'm allergic to them. Just laughing. A mom knows when she sees a good joke. <laughs> Man, it hurts so bad, right? Like when I finally got them off of me, it was just like, I don't know if neighbors was watching. She was laughing because I played too much. She just took the tub out the car, went on in, but I was like, ah, ah. And it just this warmth of pain hit all like, it's almost like they all crawled on there and at one time decided, bite. Because I was all like, ah, ah, and I started working it out. <laughs> but I, I <laughs> Pastor Reed, you know, loved on me, waved on me, got him off my feet. Uh, but they, I, don't ant, is it, ants don't die after they bite you is what I found out. No. I was like, ain't they supposed to be dead? No, they just was finding new spots. It's First Corinthians. Chapter 13, verse 4 through 8. This is the love chapter. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's, it is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no account of wrongs. Love takes no pleasure in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails right it's, look at a good list of things that 
we need from our moms constantly, right? What, what, a, what a pattern, right? Uh, and you can say, well, pastor, I ain't making it on that. Uh, I, <laughs> I still got some accounts of wrongdoings. <laughs> but it's, it's not who you are. It's what you're going through, right? And there's sometimes you're just going through some things. And it's, uh, I know I'm, I, uh, I need to work on a lot of these. If, if, if we, we're not doing this one for Father's Day. I'm just... Uh, <laughs> A compassion level somewhere else. So love is the greatest of all that a mom brings to her family, right? And, and, and when we say you love hard, right, that means I don't care if we get into it or not. I'm going to tell you the truth anyway, right? I, I, I'm, I'm going to risk our friendship to let you know I want to keep your salvation in place. Well, I'm going to get mad. I'm going to say it anyway, Right? Right? Moms know how to do it. Mom, and ladies, y'all been there with you. You bring your husband along and, and y'all going to deal with something. And they not, we're not really trying to say too much. And y'all look like, okay. Like when you hear that, when they leave out the O and the okay, when you just hear K, it's like, K, you did this. Right? I mean, it's all over it. And, you know, we're sitting back like, okay, well, that cat is out. That two paces out the tube. This is her right here. It's my love. I, I love you too much to let you die. I'm not going to play around with your life. And if you need to hear something, you're going to hear it. Right? You're going to hear it. It's men, now, now, men, we may be like that with our sons where they don't want to hurt the sons. Okay, Father's Day is coming. It's about moms. Keep it there. There's no such thing as too much caring and affection. And the very fact people say you are going to spoil them is merely letting moms know their affections cannot be hid. Have you ever heard people say, you're going to spoil, you loving on them too much. How are you going to love somebody too much? You're going to spoil them. Why? Because I won't make them stand outside till they get, till they get some water. I won't make them sit out in the heat like you made us sit out in the heat because I don't do it your way. You're going to spoil your kid. Keyword, mine. Keyword, right? Keyword, mine. Mine. And I'll deal with the rottenness as we get down the line, but you ain't going to let me, you ain't, I'm not going to stop loving my kid out in public. I don't care who sees. It's just an example. I'm loving you out loud, right? And if I have to correct you out loud, I'm going to correct you out loud because I loved you out loud, just like I gave to you out loud. <laughs> Affections, affection heals. Love restores, kindness strengthens, and a mom is loaded with these qualities and give them without question to her family. Your affections heal. Love restores. And they may not even admit it, but you hug them and it brings healing to them. They may not even admit it. You've got one of them kids that you hug them. Now they're too old to be hugged. They're too old to be hugged, but, but they know that nobody will hug them like you will. Um, and then they'll get old enough to where they'll just practice receiving that hug. So you keep on, keep loving on them. Uh, the reach, comfort, love, and hugs that she gives is her children, uh, makes her kids, to her children, makes her kids whole, healed, and able to recognize true affection. So you're hugging them so that they will see truth and expose what's fake or false or not genuine. 
They're not hugging you because they love you. They're hugging you because they want something from you. Let me show you how to be hugged from somebody that's unconditional. That's why it's powerful for a mom to show affection to her kids, and it is deadly when they don't, right? Because too much is there. So, so you're not overdoing it. And if next time somebody tells you that you're overdoing them, tell them to come visit, and let's get in the Bible and talk about it. I want them to fight them. Let's get in the Bible, right? Tell them. Thanks to mom, who is always the family's number one hit, okay? This is your mom's hit chart, chart list. So Miracle's birthday was yesterday. We can't have a regular birthday because she's a professor. She created a trivia game with not one, not 10, not 20, not 30, not 40, 50 questions about herself to the family to see who knows her the best. We started this game at what time was it? 50. Not just questions, because she's a young woman, commentary to go with each. Yeah, she had a, yeah, she had a presentation. And I'm like, showing, like, man. Theme music. You had the time to pick your answers. If we all ready, let's go to the next slide. Let's go. Moving on. So obviously, Pastorita knew her the best. I'm wondering if, if, if I've not been around at all. <laughs> Justice knew her well. Jaira knew her well. They were all in the 30s. Way down in the 20s. I'm talking right just past 20. There's your boy. But it was brought to my attention this morning that that game was rigged because there were questions I knew should have been asked there were winning father questions who paid for all this stuff <laughs> who would jog you to sleep little girl that was off there that wasn't on there when you wouldn't go to sleep when you take your behind to sleep at 2 a.m. I'm jogging with you in the stroller while you bobbing around I did that Give me a game to try to figure out who know you the best. Look at the account. <laughs> Miracle's funny. Yeah, you make it, but mama have to distribute it. So we don't know. Your delivery service is off. <laughs> Tremendous. Welcome to college, Ashley. Good job. Don't do that to your parents. Do not do that to your parents. She's going to do that. Now, go with Grant. We want to disown it. All right. So it was a great time. I, I did not make. Let's pray. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for our moms here. Father, even more, we thank you for the moms that have become and Lord, to be able to be what they are for our children and to us. Lord, help us. You know, we just love our moms. We miss our moms today. Uh, Lord God, that we lift them up in prayer. We bless them. Lord God, that 
just reminiscent of hugs and even in these tough times where I feel like I can't get that. That love that I love that I know that I know that I know is unconditional. Thank you for reminding me of what I always had. So Lord, we thank you for just a blessed time as we go out and we celebrate our moms today, celebrate them with lunch and whatever else, be there for them for the day that they'll be able to get that rest day as Pastor Rita was talking about. That Lord God, that we're going to show that love and affection to them. And we thank you for them, Lord, to be able to celebrate our moms, Lord. We thank you for it. So Lord, we honor you. We go out of here excited about you, Jesus, that these greatest hits are, are what we've seen our moms do, Lord. Help us to be careful to appreciate them right now. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.